Good evening. On behalf of Three Sheets Nation, the place where drinks come true, we welcome all of you to the podcast, Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're gathered here tonight around the adult beverages to share a drink, to share a thought, and to share news. We hope you enjoy our story tonight, Erections of Earth. I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded When at last I am given my dues And injustice deliciously squared Be Hello everyone, welcome to episode number 261 of Three Sheets to the Mouse, where the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney, from parks to movies to dining, will cover everything Disney has to offer, including their drinks. I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by two characters more animated than the Queen's Tweedles. would be D. <laughs> oh, I'm not Tweedledum. That's great. <laughs> that means you're dumb. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'm B. No. <laughs> no. So we're going to put that up on Pop Pop Poll. Who is Tweedledee and who's Tweedledum? Adam oh. or Maria? Oh, no, the I answer is I'm... yes, because we're yeah. interchangeable. Yes, that's true. That's true. Oh, my God. That was fucking funny. <sighs> yes, I'm joined by Maria. Hi. <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> I am not. Uh, I kind of wish I was, Excuse though, me. at this point. I can be quiet. On, on the ego testicles right now. Oh, testicles. <laughs> that poor child. <laughs> you traumatized oh, him. He told that story to his mom. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the traumatized part. I don't know that he would tell oh, his yeah. mom that. <laughs> so sit back. It's okay. I'm Adam, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> and he that's said my Adam. Adam. He said Adam. No. He said I said Adam. Adam. Did you say you? No, I, I, I always lead with me. Oh. I get myself out of the way early so I can't mess anything up. No. He and leaves then, that to us. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then it gets yes. us and it all falls apart. That, yay, yes. go team. Yes. Set yourself up to win, man. Come on now. <laughs> oh, fuck. This was, speaking of animated characters and drinks, make yourself a fuzzy Mabel and join us. That sounds like a fuzzy navel with milk in it, and I don't know if what? I like that idea. No, a, no, a fuzzy it's, it's, it's Mabel, Mabel sounds the girl like... from Gravity Falls. Oh. Dipper's sister. Why is she fuzzy? No, it's called a fuzzy navel because it's kind of like a fuzzy navel, except you take your glass and then you ring the rim of it. In lint? With fun dip. Oh. <laughs> Same thing. And then it's got vodka, peach schnapps, pineapple juice, apple juice. Apple and, juice? Uh, what the heck? And apple juice. Not a lot. And apple juice is optional, but it's in there if you want to. 
and sparkling uh, ice brand pink grapefruit juice. There is a lot going on oh, with fuck that no. drink. Oh, there's, a, there's less a... going on with this than her brother's, the Dipper Tipper. Hey, these sound Shut disgusting. <laughs> the Dipper Tipper. <laughs> oh, wait. Blood tipper. Orange vodka. Wait, what is it? A Tipper Dipper or a Dipper Tipper? The, the, the Dipper Tipper. Dipper Tipper. It's egotistical. Yeah, let me just. It's egotistical. The description, uh, this drink will make you feel sweaty and awkward. <laughs> just like <laughs> testicles. I've read the description before. Inspired by Gravity Falls' very own Dipper Pines. It's a sweet, thick, and refreshing drink with a no. splash of okay. citrus. You can stop thick. right now. When you say so, a drink is thick, unless it's a milkshake, what? I'm out. It is uh, blood orange vodka, blue curacao, uh, a splash of orange juice, and the thickness comes from um, Blue Machine Juice by the Naked Juice brand. I don't know what the hell that is. No, you've never seen the it's naked sm- juice. It's smoothie. It's a smoothie, basically. It's just like a, a, a it's vegetable. A juice. It's Fuck a juice would you smoothie. Do any of that? Why would you combine no. any of that together? And then you garnish it with an orange. No, thank you. Meaty wedge. Okay, so stick with the fuzzy Mabel. No, not that either. I don't want that either. What's the other option? Well, I mean, that, that was the a nice uh, what, what, tea, you, which is what, what you I have to drink to... tonight. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or you can fuck this shit. You can make keep yourself your a grunkle stand. No, you need that. That can't sound nasty. any worse. Oh, Jesus. These drinks are nasty. I was trying to stay on theme for the first time in like four months. <laughs> I introduced you as animated characters. You the drinks are bad. Animated characters. But, you did but a good job. You could have came up with a better drink. <laughs> I there was one called Snow White the Seven Dwarfs, but it was literally eight drinks. Oh God! One shot for each of the dwarves, and then this mixed drink for Snow White. And the goal is to do them all and try not to fall asleep and pass out and because die. true love's kiss will not bring you back. You could have uh-huh. done one of the drinks from. You know, they have a whole, like, restaurant in Disney themed to Snow White right now. <laughs> never been there. <laughs> also never been, never had that. I just, Shan, I need you to make a fuzzy Mabel. Please don't. Oh, God. It, why would you do that? Or a, or a dipper, no. dipper, dipper, the dipper, 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 dipper. No, none of that. I'll put the recipe <laughs> in the show notes. <laughs> Thank God we don't have those. I was just thinking that I would not take responsibility <laughs> for anybody be... drinking any of that. The, mm. the first fucking show where we have show notes and everybody's like, nope, nope, Mm-mm, nope. Out. The like one that. person that does this, like, don't I need like the that. name of your your legal team. <laughs> you know, it's cold, cold, and cold. Well, here's the thing: I haven't had a drink in what in about two and a half weeks now, and I've been craving them on and off. That would swear me off alcohol. Either one of those yeah. drinks. See, so well, there you go. It, all it, you need to do is We should just... call it the cold turkey or the warm turkey. I don't know. What? Nope. The old turkey. No. The old. That's that's where you get fuzzy maple from. It's like a disease. It, it, it can be treated. That's how you they catch fuzzy maple. With a shot. That's different, though. So the old turkey just sounds like it's a version of the smoked turkey. The old turkey sounds like you're going to get food poisoning. And I'm, I'm thinking too much old turkey tri- is made with old fosters. No. Too much, Instead too of much wild trip yes. fan. So, I mean, I would, that, would, that would also be a good, <laughs> a good drink. <laughs> so that's where I took it. So. No, thanks. 
All right. Well, okay. Just to segue right into this, um, since you don't like what I'm not drinking, um, <laughs> what I've picked out. Uh, Maria, what are, what are you drinking? G- give give me some good news. I mark this date on your calendars, folks. Oh. I am drinking an old fashioned. <sighs> Why'd you fuck it up with? Who, Nothing. Yeah. Who made it? I I, I did. Hmm. I have um, some of the Sasquatch whiskey that bourbon that Tim and Adam brought, Todd, mm-hmm. and um, some Frangelico and a dash no. of no, it's well, like the hazelnut old fashioned at Maria and Enzo or Enzo okay. Sideway. Well, shit, and, I've um, got Frangelico. I never thought about going with that. And, but I can be super uh, careful. It can make it very very sweet. I put just eh. a tiny. I didn't put much in. It was like half an ounce. Um, so I have an two ounces of the bourbon, a half ounce of Frangelico, and like a dash of the chocolate bitters. It's good. I've had a fucking day. So seltzer was not going to fucking cut it. I needed something else. And I already had a cider. As soon as I got home, as actually, as soon as my mom left the house, I opened a cider and then got on the phone with my sister. And then, um, after that, I had a beer, and I was like, nah, I don't want any more of this. Old-fashioned it is. And I like it. I mean, good. It, it, we, we like you. Well, it doesn't sound awful. It's not. It's good. I don't think that's an old-fashioned, though. <laughs> what is it? It's it's a riff. Yeah. <laughs> on an old-fashioned. It's a take. With the phrase, okay. Delico, it's like a fryer tuck. Well, it's <laughs> well that's what <clears throat> that's what Enzo's Hideaway uses in their hazelnut old fashioned is Frangelico. Did, I thought they just used bitters. Mm, no, I'm pretty sure that they use something else. It's because that one is fucking good. Like I can drink that, no big deal at all. It's super smooth. Um, I'll have to look it up. All right. Well, Adam, how about you? What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm real exciting tonight. Like I said, I've been sober for two and a half weeks, so I had tea. But I drank most of that while we were talking before the show, and now I just have water. <laughs> okay, plates here. I've also just got some some water. Uh, I'm I'm uh, not completely dry, but I'm doing dry weekday January. Okay. Except maybe probably Friday. No, I think this is gonna have to come to an end sooner rather than later. So <laughs> because. <laughs> I'm looking at it, and I have some stuff planned, and I need to prime my liver for it, so Uh, probably next Friday is as far as I'm going to (laughs) go. Fair enough. I have to prime my liver for it. Like you're running, like you're going to be running a fucking booze marathon. Um, dude, there's always a chance. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Hazelnut Old Fashioned. Single Barrel Limited Edition Knob Creek Frangelico Orange and Alexardo Maraschino Cherry. Hmm. And I'll tell you what, that fucking Old Fashioned is I can pa- tits I, on I, a ritz. I'm, I'm almost positive it's just a splash of Frangelico because I feel a lot of Frangelico would blow out your, like, blow out all the flavor of the whiskey. This well, this so the bourbon that you brought, Todd, is 
has vanilla and caramel yes. flavors, which actually goes really well with the Frangelico. So mm-hmm. it's not, I, it's not, I mean, what the fuck do I know about <laughs> old fashions? Fucking nothing. Okay. I threw some shit in a glass. It, it's bourbon based. Why are you getting mad at nobody, Maria, right now? Like, no one has said anything shitty about your drink, and Ex- you're just. Except for Adam and You're arguing judgy, with the listeners. His judgy eyes. His, your eyes are judging me. That's now they're right. questioning. I said it. I said now they're it. questioning. Uh-huh. Yes, now they're squinted. Now they're surprised. Now, now they're surprised. Anyway, Mikey, what are you drinking? <laughs> Well, like already at water. Yeah, I know. Fuck uh, I introduced myself. Tweedle Dump. Huh? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it has been Tweedle a day. I'm just going to go. Right there, Maria. I'm going to go to bed and cry myself to sleep. Please, please, please rock a little bit so that like everybody's really oh, concerned. Oh, hundred percent. I already rocked. I already rocked Aiden because earlier tonight because he was a fucking mess. So you know why not myself. <laughs> Oh, we are a dysfunctional family. No. Hey, this is why we drink. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's a coping mechanism. All right. Well, that's that's how we're getting through the first month of the year. Eleven more to go. Um, <laughs> 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 Let us know how you're coping over it. Wow, that didn't sound ominous at all. No, it's perfect. That was beautiful. Can only go up from here. Right? I See, think. I'm trying to be so I'm trying to be mystic. Pizza? Optimistic? Yes. <laughs> mystic pizza. <laughs> <sighs> well, you know, I mean there's not even a, a good way to segue from that into the topic because nope. it, even that's depressing. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> sure is. All right, wonderful uh listeners. Tonight we're gonna be taking a journey back over to uh Disney's Hollywood Studios, but we're going to take a, a look at maybe what it was when it was a bit more MGMer than it was Hollywood Studios. Um, we've done several episodes already where we've been kind of making the rounds through the park, and um, I got to say that it, it's, it is coming off as basically um, the park with the largest identity crisis. Oh my gosh. And it is somehow still... Uh, it's not Maria's least favorite park. No, it's not. Because we all know what park she hates the most. I don't listen. Hate is such a strong word. Strongly dislike. I don't even strongly dislike. It's loathe. Do you loathe? Despise? No. I am slightly annoyed when I have to go there. (laughs) So that's it. It's like an in-law? It kinda. Like it's every once in a while. It's the DMV of, of Disney World, no, is what she said. Listen, let's not get crazy. Nobody fucking likes the DMV. Especially in laws. What? It's a carry-on. Wow. Oh, well, <laughs> we're gonna let that sit for a half half a beat there. <laughs> um yeah, like I, I said, mean, the past—it's—it's it's so it, that 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 park is such hatred for it that they even have its own TV show on Disney Plus. I don't <laughs> hate it. Anyway, we're not talking about Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I mean, no one said the name but you, so you did. 
No, no. I didn't. You alluded to it. Well, that's just very egotistical of you. <laughs> it is. Are you, are you feeling uh, a little guilty? You got some 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 confession you want to make that you oh, God. deep down you do enjoy it, but this is the hill you're going to die on. I enjoy it during Christmas when they have the Merry Menagerie out. I do love those puppets. And Kevin, I do love Kevin. He's the cutest, greatest character interaction in the park. Hands down. 100%. And it does have one of my top three rides. Yeah, but she hates the park, so it's fine. Let's yeah. move on. Park <laughs> shit. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's get back to Hollywood Studios. Like I said, in the past, we've looked at the other areas. And uh, tonight, we're just going to go all in and basically look at what is the disjointed thumb of Hollywood Studios that is Animator's Courtyard. Yeah, you're right. Because, I mean, it, it it's, is. it's there. It's a nubbin. It's a mess. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those spots that it, it kind of sees a steady stream of flavor of the week kind of changes based a, a lot. I mean, some of the stuff is just what movie's coming out yep. or just came out. They, they, they do a lot of promotion stuff there. Not so much anymore. But... On the so, and as you were just saying that, I was just thinking, like, isn't that what we complain about though? It for some other things that they don't change often enough. Well, you see, they haven't been changing this. Well, well, mine, the one that I did, they sure have. But that's a stage show. That's true. That's you true. Get... But look at Beauty and the Beast live on stage that's been there for like 85,000 fucking years. Oh, I, I hate that show. I, I yeah, can't well, stand it. But, you know, or like that's, I mean, we complain sometimes that things don't change enough in the parks, but then they have some well, things that change. It's I like a I, rotating I, fucking door. I think the real problem is that they change the wrong things. True. I don't, it, it's constantly changing. It's just the changes that they make, we don't don't really make sense to us most of the time right well and some of the in in our chat earlier tonight i was like i feel like the area that i am covering is like a patch job like oh we need to change it okay let's do this oh now we need to change it okay let's do this and it's like like really quick turnarounds for everything that it's done well why don't you Which, go into your spot because we can talk okay. about that a little bit more in depth while we discuss it because i mean we're kind of hinting around but there's no point i know <laughs> so okay so i am doing that i i took the building that is currently housing the disney junior play and dance um which is when you walk into animators courtyard it's like off to the right hand side um did you know because i didn't that this started as a restaurant yes I had no clue. I, I had no idea that it was a restaurant. So it, when the park opened, um, it started as soundstage restaurant. Mm -hmm. It was a full service restaurant that was meant to look like a soundstage and featured animated classics. Um, it was a buffet. It was open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So it was kind of like what Hollywood and Vine then became um, before Hollywood and Vine existed. So the original restaurant theme was around the movie Big Business. Mm -hmm. I, never heard of it. It's a comedy. 
Okay. Um, it starred Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin, and it came out in 1988. I, never seen it, never heard of it. I love Bette Midler, and I love Lily Tomlin, so I'm sure it was a good movie. Um, was it? No, it was not a good movie. <laughs> Adam, Adam, shake his head. No, not a good movie. It's okay. I All mean, right. I, I don't, it's obviously not one of the best that nobody I, knows yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it it that theme didn't last very long. <laughs> um, when they rethemed it, it then became a counter service restaurant. Um, and it was a whole bunch of different like mini food courts. So kind of like sunshine seasons, how you can like you go over here and you get pizza or you go over here and you get Chinese or you go over here and you get, you know, sandwiches and you could kind of like there were mini kiosks all over the place. Um, they rethemed it as a Beauty and the Beast soundstage. And um, then the next theme was Aladdin. And this is when they added um, characters. So you could uh, eat your counter service breakfast, lunch, or dinner with Jafar and the genie walking around. Um, outside of the restaurant when it was themed to Aladdin they had golden camels and those golden camels are still used <laughs> are those with the spitters mm-hmm. yep they are the spitters from, from the parade mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. they got stationed there and then uh-huh. they got moved over actually to- I think that they were outside the restaurant first and then were used in the parade and then got moved to Magic Kingdom at least that's what the fan site that I you get you got to get your money's worth yeah out of yeah it. I know right um so yeah you can there's those camels never fucking die um <laughs> and then the last theme that it was um was Pocahontas and you could meet uh Governor Radcliffe and Miko so yeah and then that closed um at the beginning of 1999. And then in June of 1999, now we get our first stage show. And it was Bear in the Big Blue House live on stage. It ran from June of 99 to August of 2001. So not very long. Um, Bear in the Big Blue House, if you don't, if you didn't have a child who was growing up at the turn of the century, um, you at 2000? Was it that? I thought it was 2000 was that. The, No. Uh-uh. It the was show? on. No. It was on really? from. Yeah. It was on from 98 to 2011? 2009? Something like that. It was It was on for almost 10 years. It was earlier. Yeah. My bad. No. no, it's okay. Don't let it happen again, but whatever. Um, so, Bear in the Big Blue... <laughs> Settle down, egotistical. You can be neutered very easily. <laughs> so, so, I didn't realize that Bear in the Big Blue House was a Jim Henson, Jim Henson television mm-hmm. production. I didn't realize that. Um, they didn't connect it with Muppets because they, they wouldn't use the word Muppets. Um, but it is from Jim Henson Productions. Um, 
aired on the Disney Channel as part of its programming for the younger preschool set of children. Uh, Bear and his group of friends had adventures and sang songs while teaching children important lessons. So songs from the show were turned into a stage show where Bear would lead the audience in song along with cast member who kind of played as like the MC and, and was Bear's friend. Um, and that show lasted for about 20 minutes in run, run length. The next. I so, feel like you meant. Yep. It was here today and, and gone today. It lasted 20 minutes. Well, they had it, one show and then it was over. It One night only. It. I mean, that show only lasted for two years in that iteration. So after August of 2001, in October of 2001, again, we're talking quick turnarounds, patch jobs kind of thing. Um, they then switched from Bear in the Blue House live on stage to Disney Play Playhouse Disney live on stage. They're super... Um, fuck, what's the word I just had? I think I'm having a stroke. Um, they just are so... Uh, mm, Clever. Yes. With their titles. Fuck me. Okay. Oh, I was right? Shit. <laughs> yes, you were. Um, so it it used Bear in the Big Blue House still and his friends, and then also featured uh, characters from the animated series Book of Pooh, but it wasn't, like, animated in the traditional sense. It was puppets. And I actually, so I went and looked at this on YouTube. I watched a part of an episode of Book of Pooh. It was really fucking cute. And, like, adorably fun and it's still Jim Cummings who is voicing Pooh and Tigger like you can tell it's him um so that that puppet version of Winnie the Pooh and the cast of the Hundred Acre Woods they come out on stage again they walk you through a life lesson um it was really adorable and then the other character that they featured was Stanley from the show Stanley. I know I, of it. I don't. I had never heard of it. Um, again, preschool age boy who solves problems with the help of his preschool friends and his little animal friends as well. Um, and I will say that out of all of the different versions of their stage shows that I, because I, I watched every single one um while I was doing my research. Your heart. I know, Serious. right? There's no way in hell. This one? No, this one was actually really, really cute. Like, I'm I'm kind of upset that they don't <laughs> have this anymore because because I really think that the boys would like it. Um, but this it would one, be characters that they know. Right. It Well, they don't know Bear in the Big Blue House, but if it was still on, they would know it. But they know Winnie the Pooh characters. Mm. They don't know Stanley, but again, if it was still relevant, they I'm sure they would know who it was. Um, this one ran for a long time. This one ran for 10 years. And it closed in 2011. I didn't get a, an actual like close date for it, like a month. Um, and then from Playhouse Disney live on stage they then switched to disney junior live on stage 
Um, so this show was meant to celebrate the launch of Disney Junior in early uh, 2011. So again, you had a cast member who would introduce Mickey, who was a puppet, like not yep. full size Mickey. It was like puppet Mickey, Muppet sized Mickey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was weird. Um, and they would sing the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse song. And then Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Minnie, they would show up and they would need to use the mouse doer to solve whatever problem they had. And they used mouse tools um, to fix whatever, whatever the issue was for the show. And then throughout the show, Mickey would need help from us, other Disney Junior characters like Handy Manny, um, the Little Einsteins, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. You had Smee and Captain Hook on stage again as puppets. They were all they were puppets. all puppets. Yeah. Um, the little Einstein puppets were actually really freaking cute, <laughs> but the other because that's how you kind of envision them as small. But the Mickey and the Smee and I don't and the Captain Hook just it was kind of weird, um, and you could see like the. You know how puppets have like those like sticks, sticks on there? Thank you. Thank you. No, no, these were definitely like solid sticks. Okay. You could see you could see the sticks on their hands moving up and down from where the puppeteer was moving underneath the stage. Um, that was kind of distracting. So as the years progressed, they added different characters and they took out the little Einsteins, they added Sophia the first, and they added Doc McStuffins. Um, this attraction closed in September of 2018. And then in December of 2018, again, quick fucking turnaround, they came out with the Disney Junior Dance Party. <sighs> live on stage? No, just the Disney Junior Dance Party. They dropped the live on stage. The high school, the musical. The high school. It was just high school, the musical. Um, this show was hosted by DJ, the DJ. Uh, lots of techno music, lots of neon lights, laser bright light. It's, uh, yeah. Um, once kids danced a bit, the DJ introduced her friend, Finn Fiesta. Again, not so creative, but it was okay. Uh, It's about seven minutes of these two characters dancing around the stage. Um, They sing the Mickey Mouse, the Mickey and the Roadster Racers theme song, which is a great song. Um, And they tell the audience that Mickey is coming to visit, but he's not there yet. So let's meet some friends. Um, Vampirina is the first character that they introduce, which <clears throat> the boys used to watch Vampirina. It's cute. It's not anything like super great. Um, Wanda Sykes is the voice of the little <laughs> yes, concrete gargoyle. The gargoyle. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's okay. It's, it's an interesting, uh, that was an interesting casting. <laughs> I feel um, so Vampirina's first, they sing her theme song, they talk to her through like a big projection 
screen. So she's not really there at all. To begin with, she is not really there at all. They interact okay. with her, and then all of a sudden, she the like Vampirina comes out on stage, and so then she's no longer on the screen. She's in the venue with everyone. Um, again, they do another song and dance, and Vampirina leaves. Uh, Mickey is again in his roadster. He calls again. He says, I'm not there yet, but I'm on my way. Okay, great. They introduce the next person. It's Doc McStuffins. Same routine. They sing her theme song. She's on the screen and then she's in the venue on the stage. Um, she leaves. Mickey calls again. He's late for the show, but he's on his way. And then they have the Lion Guard. Again, it's the same setup. They sing the theme song, and this time, instead of meeting with the Lion Guard group, they meet with Timon, and then Timon comes on stage, you know, and now all of these characters are now full-size characters. Um, we're not using puppets anymore, so now they're, like, how we would typically meet the characters in the parks. Finally, Mickey shows up in his Roadster Racer outfit, um... They do a song. They do a dance. This one seemed like really chaotic and like kind of like a parent's nightmare. Um, I would not be going to this at all if, yeah, I don't know. Did you do this one, Mikey? I, I, did, I did not okay. do this one. The only one that was something we were thinking about doing on our first trip was the... Uh, Whatever the, the the playhouse. Oh, the playhouse Disney. Because but we didn't we didn't read the uh, description super duper well because they kind of bury the fact that they're all puppets or it, they may not even say that they're puppets. Oh, the Disney you may Junior just have live to look on at stage. It, then you finally see a photograph and they're puppets. Ah. And, and so I mean, I'd have been pretty pretty damn hosed off if I thought I was going to be waiting and with with a whole bunch of kids and all I got was was the puppets. Yeah. It. Yeah. I, I think I would have liked the puppet one the best, but my kids are much younger than your boys were the first time that you went, right? Yeah. I Well, yes. well Keaton was, what, nine? <clears throat> um, the first time you guys went? Yeah, I think he was nine. Boston would have been 11, or it was a 10, 12 thing. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, but, but even still, that's too old for puppets. I mean, it really unless, wasn't. Unless they're Muppets. This whole area, yes, though. it's different. The whole reason why this thing was created in the first place was so that little kids actually had something to do in this park. Right. Because before this was there, there wasn't anything really at all. There wasn't like... Well, they had the play set, but... No, they didn't. Not at the I beginning. Thought that was... Oh, oh, oh. You mean at the very beginning? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, there, were, there, were, there was really very little for kids to do. There was really very, very little for anyone to do when the park first opened. Well, yeah, that's true. I think I read, what, the, there was two attractions. Mm -hmm. It was like Main Street, the Great Movie Ride, and the Backlot Tour. Yep, that was that it. That was it. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I'm sorry, what? You opened a park with two attractions. Yep, because they were in such a rush to beat Universal. <sighs> so they just opened it with what they got. But yeah, there, there really wasn't a lot for kids to do. And even so, the, even with like that little play area, it was still outside. So it wasn't like a cool area for people right. to kind of like sit down and get out of the heat. So Right. So that 
version, that Disney Junior Dance Party, that shut down with the pandemic. And that did not come back. Um, what they have right now currently is called Disney Junior Play and Dance. Um, it is basically like a Zumba class for preschoolers. It's a DJ on stage playing techno music, like techno versions of the theme songs. And he's literally leading the kids in a dance, like teaching them moves. And then, I mean, it's fine. It would be okay, I think, for most kids. My kids would hate it. Well, Um, I mean, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. They do bring the characters out on stage. So, again, it's the same ones as before. Vampirina, Doc McStuffins, Timon, and Mickey from Roads to Racers. Which, I, I, Doc McStuffins is not making new shows. Um, I don't know that the Lion Guard is still making new shows. And making the Roads to Racers is not making new shows. So, I could see this probably changing again soon. Who knows? I don't even know what, like, none of us have kids that age at right. this point to even know what's coming up in right. that age that's group. True. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, my boys still watch Disney stuff, but they don't watch Disney Junior anymore. Like, they watch that, Disney Plus. And, right. you know, that's... I mean, they do have some Disney Junior stuff on there, but I don't think that's yeah, what, no, they have, at their age, that's not right. what they're looking for. No, they're not. So, right now, Kellen is obsessed with uh, Emperor's New Groove. So... The movie. It is. Fun it's movie. a great movie. But we've watched it 85 times in the past 10 days. It's a lot. He's been quoting the movie as it's playing. He does the dialogue along with it. He always did that, though. I know, but at not this quickly. <laughs> oh, well, he's getting older, too. <laughs> I know, so that's he's... true, yeah. So that's what... I don't even know really what the, the building that it's all housed in would really be called, other than the things that are in it. Um, I think that's what it, it's always been. I think they've done that a lot in Hollywood studios because they've done that to yep. mine as well. So um, <laughs> Same here. <laughs> so I kind of, I, I, I do kind of wish that the soundstage quick service restaurant thing was still around in some way. I mean, I know that you have the ABC commissary, which is not a sound stage, but and you have Backlot Express, but eh, it's not really the same as what I think the soundstage restaurant was. I don't think that theme works anymore, to be honest. Uh, with how the park is right now? No. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Unless you did an entire area solely dedicated to that theme. They should totally make an entire park dedicated to what Wouldn't the world of film and cinema that would be really mm, interesting they tried that it failed <laughs> they didn't fail they just changed it no they tried it it failed yeah it was one of the least visited parks after a while i mean oh well, there were only I mean, three parks at that point yeah so but i know okay, well, four for a while oh it so it was still the least visited park once animal kingdom opened yeah you want to well, say i mean is it, that because there's Animal Kingdom just, was shiny and new. like. And there's not much to do there at the end of the day. And when you think about, when you really think about what was there, it was right. Farrah, Farrah, 
and it was rock and roller coaster. Ugh. Talk about something needing a rethink. I mean, but, but this is but that was it, really. I mean, yes, yeah, Star Tours got a little bit of attention, but when you really think about what what was in that park for the longest yeah. time, yeah, there really wasn't much. Well, I mean, great movie ride. It's cool. Was it though? No. It was the okay. <laughs> no, it, it was listen movie ride. Listen, it was so bad. It was At so the, bad. See, the thing is you didn't see it when it first opened. And I'm not No, it, I did no, but I did see it it within the first ten years of the park being open. I did yeah, see it. But, but oh, you know God. you have to get to a Disney attraction like the year it opens before things start breaking. <laughs> True story. It's facts. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, come on. These you days. Have, but even before, but the great movie ride first opened and they didn't realize that, you know, water and mechanicals don't mix. For the singing in the rain part and like just a lot of like that, that whole like entry scene, it was a different attraction when it first opened. It I felt can, very yeah. different. I can imagine that. I can imagine. Who's next? I, I mean, I can go. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I actually experienced all three of these, which is kind of interesting when I thought about it. Um, I got the Magic of Animation Building, which has changed its name multiple times and had basically the same attraction changed twice. So <laughs> <laughs> back in 89, it wasn't an opening day attraction. Um, I think it was anyway. And... This was the actual script from the 89, like the, the sizzle wheel, I guess you would call it. The new animation building at the Disney MGM Studios is a working animation studio that just happens to have visiting hours. The magic of Disney animation is created here every day by a staff of over 80 talented artists and technicians producing new featurettes starring classic Disney characters for theatrical and cable release. You should do voiceover work. Oh, yeah. They should hire you. <laughs> somebody should. Disney, if you need somebody to do a voiceover, call him. Just let me know. Yeah. I'm here. He's there. So, basically, this had, this was back in the day where a lot of studios had, like, these super attractions. Where there were multi-stage, multi-step attractions is the best way you can, uh, can explain it. So, the Animation Pavilion... Designed originally by Bob Rogers and the design team at BCR Imagination Arts connected four experiences in this one building. So the tour started with a short film called Back to Neverland, and this featured Walter Cronkite and Robin Williams guided guests through the different stages in animating a feature-length film by turning Williams into an animated character in the form of one of the Lost Boys from Peter Pan. Wait. <laughs> yes. Hold on just a second here. I think we're crossing Wait. the streams. Yeah, this is what... It originally was. Because that wasn't a Disney movie. Peter Pan? No, Hook. He was turned into an animated character. This is before Hook. Oh. oh. Okay. This oh, yeah, because Hook, Hook, the movie <clears throat> Hook, came out in like, what, 91, 92? This is back in 89. Okay. okay. That's still... Still interesting. Well, this is also before the fallout between him and Disney, too. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, true. Because this was before they did Aladdin. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <sighs> I mean, don't forget, there was a time where Disney and Robin Williams did not like each other. Uh, a while? It's a long So, time. following the film, you would actually get to witness the process of animation firsthand. And basically, you, they were elevated glass-enclosed walkways. And this was known as the fishbowl to the animators who are actually working on things. And you were moved through the departments of all the departments, pretty much. And this was included your storyboard, your layout, your character animation, and elevated tiered passages that allowed guests to view the artists behind glass enclosures. Over its, they had some overhead screens as well, with brief animated segments that help explain what was happening during each step of the process. So you can actually see people legitimately working on film on sh animated shorts there was a whole list and some of the stuff that was actually done here was ink and paint for the little mermaid two of the three who frame roger rabbit spin-off cartoons um trail mix up the br guest sequence from beauty and the beast off his rocker short um concept designs for a jasmine and aladdin from J for jasmine not aladdin i'm sorry the I Just Can't Wait to Be King sequence from The Lion King, Mulan, a John Henry short, short Lilo and Stitch, Brother Bear. So you can have I, actually seen all these things actually physically being worked on. I just watched a, a YouTube video from uh, a visual effects channel I follow, and they, they like to have artists and stuff on there. And lately, they've been getting some really good guys to come in and sit down and hang out from Disney and stuff. And it was just like yesterday or, or, or day before I watched it. And the guy they had on there was talking about how when he got hired at Disney starting out, that's where they put him. The and I was ball. like, what? Mm -hmm. And he said, and he was talking about the that he um, did uh, a lot of design work like this guy ended up he was in the fishbowl at this point but he did the uh, original artwork for mushu and he, but he also did uh, the work on the, the who framed roger rabbit short when he was down there and it, it went in to talk about uh it was uh brother bear it was the the meese <laughs> the mooses <laughs> was was the work that was I've done down there. I've never seen this movie. So. Oh, you've never it. I do love I it. Have not Rutten watched it. Took. Rutten took. Yeah. Root, yeah. And, root and so it, it's just it's funny you mentioned that, and I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about because I just watched a video where the artist sat down and broke down everything he mm -hmm. did, and that's where he was camped out when he got hired it at Disney. Wasn't... And he's like, I gotta, I gotta do what, and people are gonna watch me. Yep. Wasn't um, so he would sit it that wasn't Brother Bear the last thing that Rick Moranis did? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to look. Yes. I'd have to, that well, was no. right around the time that he retired. Oh, he had he had done he had done other voice work. Oh, after that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So freaking funny. They have Canadian accents. Oh my god. It's the best. Well, yeah, because it's Rick Moranis and uh D Dave. Uh, uh I always want to say Coulier, and I know that's not it. No, it's <laughs> the same only Dave from... that I went to. So. Right, exactly. But I know Thomas, Dave Thomas, yes. but not the Wendy's Dave. No, Thomas. Yeah. yeah, I can, yeah. I can picture his face. I know exactly who you're talking about, but I can never remember his name. Yeah, yeah. so freaking funny, brother. Yes, yeah, so funny, so funny. All righty. So at the end of the short tour, um, guests were queued up by 
the Disney Classics Theater. And on the walls of the lobby were screens that showed short clips of Disney animators talking about the creation of Disney characters and their love of animations. And this section was called Animators on Animation Deep. <laughs> Another like really hard like title there. Is it live on stage? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Live, live on stage. On stage. <laughs> So when it finished, an animator or show artist was seated in front of an animation desk on an elevated platform, showing how to draw the characters and discussing anima- discussing some animations. And the question that they dodged most often was, can you guess? Which film did you work on? Oh, I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Would would they ask something dirty? Like, I was no, but no, of, like, no, but no. Like, because can a you lot draw, of the times these were the actual... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I heard you can build one out of snow. That's true. <laughs> Mikey, would you know anything about that? My son probably would. Yeah. <laughs> God love him. Um. So yeah, most of these this... guys were like, just like character study guys and stuff like that. They not didn't even actually do the studies. drawing. I think these were the guys who like draw like the um artwork that you can purchase. Okay, yeah. Even still, that's a fucking cool job. I, I it's think. an awesome job, yeah. and I have no talent in drawing oh, at all. Uh-huh, so. No, me neither. But at the same token, like, these guys who are true artists, and then the question that's always it, asked yeah. is, oh, what movie did you work on? Oh, because they didn't. Yes. <laughs> I see. <laughs> exactly. I understand now. God, I'm fucking slow today, guys. I'm sorry. It's... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what What question do they ask? What What is it? What is it? Are you going to tell me? She, she's worried about, do they talk about Little Mermaid and the penises? Yeah. Is that what they want to talk oh about? That's what they're about? Did, you, did you draw that video cover? <laughs> did you put the naked chick in the rescuers? Yes, I did. Probably. It was an artwork. It was, a, it was an artwork. It wasn't even like a naked chick. It was like right. Did of, you it wasn't... draw the sex cloud in The Lion King? No, they think this was closed before the movie came. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm. Um, Fucking sucks no, for them. Um, so the film basically was a res- retrospective montage collection of clips highlighting from Disney animated films. After the film, guests moved into a museum-like display of artwork, cells, maquettes, duplicates of Oscars worn by Disney animation, and more items usually promoting the latest Disney animated project. They used to have, like, Pencil drawings and stuff like that with coming soon above it from what I remember and how it looked. Um, of course, as every good Disney attraction ended, which end up in a gift shop. And that was yep. theme one. So this closed sometime in I don't I couldn't find an actual date of when it closed and reopened in like the modified version. But on September 20, 30th, 20, 2003, it was totally revamped. The theater, the show in the theater was changed, and now we had a cast member host and Mushu. And yeah, and um, they did the film. They what? did the film, or they yes. like, were there with you? No, they did the film. Okay. So th- this was Understood. in the theater where the original film with Robin Williams and Walter Cronkite was. Okay. So in the same Ooh, theater. Wait. So when did when was this? What year? Two thousand three. So was that that was during the time in which he wasn't speaking with Disney anymore? I'm thinking so. Yeah. Okay. I which, mean, I want to say 
which then makes sense. I mean, it was also right after Hook, so there was probably some stuff going on with that as well. But they kind of bastardized this attraction really, really badly. Right. Because, <laughs> oopsies, we're going to close the animation part and close that whole section. So basically, right. it went from a working studio to just a whole bunch of rooms with people trying. So, and like it was the artwork that you can buy pretty much mm -hmm. so it's a brief segment it, it was cute again it really didn't teach you much like the first show that you watch actually taught you more about the animated process this was kind of cute and they had some disney animators talk about a few things but it's a cute little short you can still see it on youtube it's still up and available i could not find the robin williams one for the life of me um i i tried to look and i just didn't have enough time or patience to look for it anymore after this uh the audience will move to another room where the guest this one actually has some floor seating where another cast member gives guests a verbal description of what used to be the walking tour stop yeah oh my so. <laughs> is there was there even a PowerPoint presentation going on behind? God, I the hope guest so. Number? <laughs> I but hope yeah, so. This is, it, it was, Everything's a circle wipe because you know the animation studio doesn't exist anymore. They closed it. Um, there was a little bit of trivia back and forth. The one trivia question I found was, "Who knows Buzz Lightyear's original name?" It was Luna Larry. Oh. Oh, I think that was actually talked about in the Lightyear mm -hmm. featurette they, they put up. And um, they would field some questions from the audience, but nothing in-depth and nothing how it used to be. After you left that area, you were led to an area with like some interactive games and a chance to meet characters from the latest Disney animated pictures. Um, sometimes they would have like a drawing demo going on in there. You'd also have some displays with cells from classic Disney films, as well as several of the Academy Awards. I mean, it really downgraded once they... It was mostly a walking tour with the movie at the beginning. There really wasn't much going on. Hmm. It, it was really sad, <laughs> is the best way I can put it, after it was done. And you can it tell... It seems very bastardized. It, it would just, it, it lost its way because they weren't doing, anim they don't do hand-drawn animation anymore. Nobody really does. Right. So the, the whole theme of it doesn't really, isn't needed. So one of the coolest things that they did have, though, was part of the extended outdoor queue. They actually had cement handprints of some Walt-era animators. So we're talking about Mark Davis, Frank Thomas, Holly Johnson, Ken Anderson, Ken O'Connor, and Ward Kimball. So fortunately, the, these are still around. However, they have been, been relocated to the Walt Disney Animation Studio in Burbank. Oh. Because this was closed in July 12, 2015 to make way for Star Wars Launch Bay, which was open in December 2015. What, what do you think the thought process was? Of putting we own Launch this property, Bay. Let's do something. But but you already <laughs> had Star Tours on the other side I, of the park. I, Why wouldn't you put something over there if you want it? Like I just don't I don't get it. What well, we have this huge building that we don't know what to do with. I, I guess that was can, it. Because wait, because the movie theater has a name now. Oh shit. 
the Star Wars Launch Bay Theater. Ooh. They were really hitting it out of the park with the creativity. Oh, yeah. the, 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 the names? They could have put live on stage attached to the end of it, and we just could have <laughs> called it a day. <laughs> Pretty much. So this was basically a 10-minute film celebrating the talented team that brought Star Wars Saga to life, which was, it was kind of cool. I do remember watching it. It was, it was kind of fun. It used to run continuously throughout the day, and it featured interviews with the directors, writers, producers, and other key players behind the films. Still on, has a WDW webpage for the, for this theater. And it just shows that it's temporarily unavailable. So, I don't remember the last time it was open. I was just going to gonna say, so it's just close. Well, an, I bet you that they use it for private events, for conferences I mean, yeah, I, and meetings. I'm sure they and, do. Yeah. But it just, it, it's funny to me that like the theater has a still active webpage. Well, I mean, it, that's because it still exists. It's not like it... But it's the Star Wars Launch Bay Theater. We've had more movies come out that they would have to incorporate at this point. Right. I mean, right. it just... I don't... It, it's, I don't... I mean, yeah. if it hasn't come back by now, it's, it, it's not, not going, going to. to. Um, so the Launch Bay itself was basically, again, a walkthrough exhibit, I guess you would call it, where you had some movie props. Um, you had stuff from Rogue One. Because that was the big movie when that came out. So good. Um, it's oh, it's it's one of the best Star Wars so movies ever. So good. And of course, some stuff that gave you a quick peek behind the scenes of the film. And there were character meet and greets. So here you were able to meet Kylo Ren, Chewbacca, twice. and BB-8. What? <laughs> Kylo Ren twice. <laughs> twice. Well, twice now. And um, Darth Vader used to sub in every once in a while. This has actually reopened as a meet and greet area. Is it open? <clears throat> it just recently reopened from what I'm seeing. Really? Um, so, and they, I don't know if they're doing the card member thing. Thing is, though, we have lost our photo pass photographers in these spots. Right. And now it's um, the robots, I guess, or the automated right. photographers. Um, you can currently meet Chewbacca. And from what I'm hearing, you can meet Darth Vader. It is the only spot you can see Darth Vader right now in studios because he cannot be in Launch Bay. In um, Galaxy's Edge. In Galaxy's in Batuu because the timeline doesn't match up. So he can't be there. So this is the only place you can meet him. And this is the only place right now you you can actually give Chewie a hug. So Yeah. It's kind of sad that they went back to the... I don't like the automated photo pass things. I'd much prefer a person. Yeah, true. Um, and I don't know if BB-8 is coming back, but before, um, before everything shut down in 2020, uh, Todd and I had taken a trip. I think at the end of 2019, and we went and met Kylo Ren. Uh, I scarier than Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. The most fucking intimidating. Like I cowered and tall. I cowered it and, like, tried to hide myself in Todd's <laughs> jacket. Like, I was very intimidated. 
Like it is a very well done meet and greet. I also oh, like so when they had good. the Jawas running around oh, and you I can know. trade yes, with the Jawas. It, it, it was it was a lot of fun. It was very cute. It was well done. Again, and they, probably not the best use of the space. I mean, no, there, there's a lot of that property space is and land huge. back there. That yeah. space is very big. It, it, they didn't even use all of it. No, no, to make launch bay. So, but I, it's right now it's it's pretty much a shell of a building i mean there, there's just not much going on they have to have something coming down the pike they cannot <laughs> leave that i mean mike I mean, i'm not going to steal your thunder but that going, like that building is empty launch bay is empty the literally the only thing that they have going right now is the disney junior stuff which can easily be moved somewhere else i mean I mean, if we're looking at the order of the way things are going right now, you figure Magic Kingdom had a big update already. Yeah. Epcot's in the middle of theirs. Yeah. Technically, and, next and should be studios. Rumor on the but, street is that they are also, Epcot is doing more stuff. Of course they are. They're, they're after what in, the fiasco. In World Showcase. I'm sure. They're probably rejuvenating some of the other ideas, but I don't believe it until it's officially announced at this right. point because we've heard multiple times, multiple things supposed to be going into Epcot World right. Showcase and it never happened. Yeah. So, but Studios it, yeah. just had a big update. I, I've said it before. I mean, you I'll think about like Star Wars just opened. I know. I have a huge you had problem. Slinky Dog I that know. just opened. I know. It, it's you have you still have that expansion still not completed. We're just hearing a menu. Yeah. Did you see those pictures? They look good. It actually yeah, does look really good. Taste a lot more. Oh yeah, that's taste true. Taste leans a lot well, more. Well, and those are those are restaurant pictures those are that like that's not exactly. really what the food's it's not gonna real look food like pictures. No, that's that's <laughs> that's those are fun but, pictures that's the plastic so, food um from what i understand star wars isn't yet. technically finished either yet so i mean no it they don't know what they're doing with that area at all well what was there supposed to be a third attraction i don't remember I, nobody knows no, i don't even think they know at this point I with every all the turmoil have a real problem and i've I've said it before. I have a real problem with, and this is any park. This is not specifically Disney because Hershey does it as well. When you have an area of your park that needs such time and effort and you really need to pay attention to it, but yet you build this big old fucking brand new, look at this present over here. Don't you want to come look at the present? Don't worry about the broken bike on the ground. Don't you want to come unwrap this brand new present? Come I'm around this present. Don't look at the don't look at that area. Come over here. I like take care of what you have first. Well, in this situation, they they had to close it. Uh, no, I, it I didn't understand. Make sense as, uh, it didn't make sense as what it was. Right. It's so let's not so do really, something it's with it. It's a big piece of property, but it's not big enough maybe for an e-ticket attraction. See, I think I that they have plenty of room back there. And then what do they theme it to? Do they put more? In my opinion, it probably needs more little kid stuff. Right. I agree. But I don't know what, how that building would work because it's two, pretty much, it's separate buildings. It looks like one big building, but it's actually two separate buildings. It is. And it, it, there's it's that, very There's weird. that area in Launch, I think 
was Launch Bay. There's that foliage area in Launch Bay that's like off to the right hand side as you're yeah, walking just, down the. It, that's where it's the buildings like a courtyard are disconnected. Area. Yeah, it, it's just it's very very weird. But again, it really it was set up so I'm pretty sure so like the artist can go someplace right and get out into the fresh air for a little while. Mm -hmm. After being in the fishbowl, so. Yeah. Although I will say, literally a courtyard. One of mm -hmm. one of the best bathrooms in Hollywood Studios. Nobody's ever there. Yeah, because the, people are afraid of it. You'll yeah. get shanked if you're in there at the wrong time. Probably, says Parker. <laughs> He's waiting. He's waiting around the corner to shank you. <laughs> but that's all I got. I, I would like to see them do something with it. God knows what it would be at this point. And I it'd have to like be the, the whole area. There's a Darth Vader meet and greet. You could put that over by Star Tours. You cannot put it by Star Tours. It's Why? Too close. Yes, it. No, it's Where would not. you put it? Where would you put you it? Build. Get him a little shack, okay? By Star Tours. Don't. The Vader hut. A Vader hut. Vader needs a hut. Hey, if they're doing that, I want a Java hut. Oh. A hut hut. A hut hut. <laughs> Java the hut hut. <laughs> I. <laughs> Java the hut the hut. <laughs> It just serves it's pizza live on stage. I love <laughs> Job of the Hut making pizza. Oh my god. Behind a glass dome. In a fishbowl. <laughs> yes. They, would, they really have to be careful what they put now. Because they have this whole story set up that mm. they kind of shoehorn, they kind of box themselves in a little bit, in my opinion. Yes. Well, and that, the thing is, it is kind of the area is like a box <laughs> there's there's no there's not room there's not walking room in that area mm, so if you put from what i know there's more room behind some of the stuff yeah that yes can blow there out. is yeah i'm talking like that courtyard is more yeah. it's not very large so if you redo even if you do redo some things you'd have to almost rearrange the entire area because otherwise you just have this courtyard that is going to be full of people and, and as much with as no flow. I, would, I mean, as much as it's, we can say, yeah, tear it down, build something. It's expensive to tear things down just to build something new. I mean, it, it's not cheap. No. Well, and Disney just had their budget increased by a billion dollars. That's like two attractions, maybe. No, it's not. It's like one. <laughs> it's maybe one. Maybe one. So everybody's like, oh, well, they just had their budget increased. Yeah. Do you know what stuff costs right now? Are you, I mean, everybody's freaking out over the price of eggs and gas. Exactly. So they're not going to be building shit right now, okay? I mean, and you look at, I think, you know, everybody's hyped about Universal building all this stuff. I think Universal's going to be in a lot of trouble money-wise if they keep on expanding the way they are. They are. And we'll see what happens. They but... are fast and furious, I tell you what. Uh, uh, <laughs> the worst attraction I've ever been on in any park in my entire it life. It can't be and, that bad. Oh my god, it is so bad. Is it was it worse than Jimmy Fallon? Oh no, you didn't ride. You didn't do I Jimmy didn't Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Oh my no, god, it was. It's so. It, it's so bad. Like, give me the old. What was it? The Reese's Pieces, the Reese's Shooter, whatever the hell that oh, thing was. <laughs> cup Fusion, Cup Cup yes, Challenge. Give me that the Reese's Cup Challenge. Oh, yeah, give me that like twelve thousand. Literally times. like Buzz Lightyear, but not on like, crack. On crack. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> Buzz Lightyear is like Buzz Lightyear on crack. No, Buzz Lightyear is the Reese's Cup Fusion, but on crack. 
<laughs> Buzz Lightyear has way more going on. The Reese's confusion was like, it, it, shoot it's here. It's more like on meth. And then it's shoot meth. here. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's losing a tooth. It, 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 it's on meth. <laughs> My poor local park. I love Hershey Park. I know. Don't get me wrong. I know. But that, that, that attraction's a mess. But oh, it's fun. Jesus. It's a fun mess. It's but fun like, because it's ironically it bad. That's they, why. They've updated it. They have, so. yes. Well, now we have season passes, so there you go. All right, Mikey, you're up. What do you got? Okay. Well, let's see. We got another theater that doesn't even have a name. Isn't it called the <laughs> Little just Mermaid? It's the attraction. No, that's just the attraction. Oh. It's just named the attraction. So uh, let's start with uh, the original attraction there was Here Come the Muppets. It premiered May 25th, 1990, and was basically thrown together to sort of tide guests over while Muppet Vision 3D was getting finished. Um, actually, in the end, both shows overlapped for a few months when uh, Muppet Vision opened May of 91, Here Come the Muppets ran until September of 91. So they did overlap for a little while. Um, and, and what's funny is Disney must have been all in on the Muppets in, in this time because there was a third Muppet show in Hollywood Studios called The Days... It was called Muppets On, Lo on Location, The Days of Swine and Roses. And it started up... That's awesome. That is an awesome name. I love that. It launched a few days after um, Here Come the Muppets closed, and it went up over in the original location of Theater in the Star, Theater of the Stars, before it got moved oh, for Beauty and the Beast. Wait, we've talked about this, have we not? Mm -hmm. Where yes. it's like the life-size Kermit and and Piggy. Yes, fucking it was terrifying. Yes, okay. And here's where well. Here's where it, it came from. Here come the Muppets. Um, now, the theater that it's located in was uh, the theater that used to be at the end of the walking portion of the Backlot Tour. Wait. The Backlot Tour had a walking portion? Oh, yeah. Backlot Tour was like 400 hours. Yeah. If 45 I don't think minutes I, from what oh, I understand. No. I don't think yes. I realized that. No. Ba the full Backlot Tour? Really? Like, you had a pee break in the middle of it. Stop. Oh. Yeah. See, I never did the the original tour. I the, the first the time original I... original tour was like long. Wow. Like the you, the forty five minute one was the the condensed version. That was what I did. I did <laughs> I did the forty five yeah, minute exactly. version. Yeah. The original backlot tour was long. <laughs> wow. That's when it was two attractions. One of those attractions took you like six hours. Well, that's okay. Touche. <laughs> <Eat your> money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know. So, yeah, like we said, it was, a, it was a live musical stage show that featured human-sized walk-around versions of all the Muppet characters. No, thank you. Hermit. No, thank you. Terrified. <laughs> no, thank you. Hermit, Piggy, Fozzie, Gonzo, Bean Bunny, and the entire Electric Mayhem band. Um, the original Muppet voice actors lent their talents for the audio track to this show, so you had Jim Henson voicing Kermit, Dr. Teeth, and uh, Rolf, uh, Frank Oz as Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Animal, and Sam Eagle, Dave Geltz with Gonzo and Zoot, 
and Steve Whitmire, Bean Bunny, and Foo Foo, Jerry Nelson as Floyd Pepper, and Richard Hunt performing Janice. Um, now, some of those characters weren't actually on stage. They were part of the pre-show. Um, like Foo Foo, um, Sam Eagle, Rolf, Zoot. They were part of the, the pre-show area and, and the holding area. Um, now, like any Muppets production, this also uh, featured some hijinks and a special live-action cameo. You'll enjoy this. Oh, no. When we get to it. Oh, no. Because I did. Oh. <laughs> uh, the theater's holding area, the, the, the waiting area, the pre-show, I guess, uh, you kind of hung around and watched a video that was Rolf playing the piano and singing, all the while uh, Sam Eagle interrupting him while he was doing it. And, and these were your regular Muppet-sized Muppets on, on, on the screen there. Um, of course, the show starts with Kermit coming out on stage and welcoming the audience. And this would be the first time that you see a full-size, uh, no, a human-sized Kermit. And it is, it is, uh, it, no. it's unsettling. The, the, the anatomical proportions are not right. The, 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 the <laughs> no, the arms don't go all the way into his hands and they just flop around. God. No, it's. it's... <laughs> you Just do no. realize that you saying no does not <laughs> mean it didn't exist. I don't exist. care. I don't ever need to see this. I don't ever need I, to watch no, it. I am I... not picturing it. I have to go to bed after this. Thank you. No. <laughs> I, I think Muppets should always be Muppet sized, except for Sweetums uh, and Sam yes. Eagle. Well, Those are the Sam only Eagle's two that can get away Eagle's with it. Muppet size. Yeah. No. No. He... I don't need a giant Sam Eagle either. I, Thank no. you. No. No. <laughs> No. So anyways, Eagle, Kermit Sam comes... Eagle should be eagle size. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just made Maria spin. I'm sorry. It was seltzer, so it burns. <laughs> it was the alcohol. Oh, it was the French Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just... oh. Fuck. Is that Hazel's nuts or Toss That's... nuts you got coming out your nose? Ego testicles. Eagle testicles. Eagle testicles. Eagle testicles. Eagle testicles. Eagle. It all comes back around. There we go, folks. Okay, so Kermit uh, welcomes the audience to the uh, to the to the show to the theater and um, starts talking about the show coming up. But in uh, in typical Muppet uh, fashion, everyone is either running late or they're lost getting there. Uh, the stage phone rings and he takes it as a video call. Uh, so this is like way ahead of its time. Um, on the phone is Mickey Mouse, who's calling just to check in on the show and, and make sure this new endeavor is working out in, in, in part. Kermit says everything's going fine. He says, uh, no problems here, Mickey. Mickey says, well, what about the audience? Are they enjoying it? And Kermit looks at the audience, who is terrified for their lives. So he says, you guys are having a good time. That doesn't sound like Kermit. Um, he asks if they're having a good time. <laughs> That sounded like Kermit as much as this character. You know looked what that like sounded Kermit. like? That sounded like tall Kermit, and that's how I'm going to leave that. <laughs> so the audience hoots and hollers, and Mickey's like, "Okay, cool, and phone, whatever." Um, so Kermit's like, "Okay, we got to get everybody here. How do I find them? Well, I'll just call the operator." So he gets on the phone, and he just he just slaps the keypad because he has no dexterity with them fucking 
I, fingers. I he just smashes it, and he gets a hold of uh, the operator to uh, connect him to to Miss Piggy. And this is with a cameo, Maria. The operator is Lily Tomlin. Yeah. No way. Recreating her laugh-in character, Ernestine, the switchboard operator. Well, I, I want to <laughs> one ringy dingy. I want to say the first time I I saw that as a kid was on the Muppets. Oh, oh really? really? Yes. I oh, want to say I... she did do it on the Muppets. Okay. I watched a lot of laughing as a kid. I watched a lot of Muppets. <laughs> I watched That's a lot why of we're so Carol different. Burnett show. That's <laughs> we used to what? watch. We used to watch Carol Burnett show. That's I never watched. Oh, I love. Oh, Carol and Mama's Burnett. Family. Oh, you get a little, little little taste of that too. So fucking. Oh, absolutely. We loved Mama's well, that's Family. That's where it originated. Yeah, no, from. I know. It's so funny. Yep. Anyway. So anyway, Miss Piggy. Uh, after Kermit has some banter back and forth with uh, Ernestine, she connects him to Mrs. Piggy, who's lounging around on her couch with a mud pack on her face. Did you just because... call her Mrs. Piggy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is it Ms. Piggy? It's Miss Piggy. Oh, I'm the Ms. Piggy. I'm proper. <laughs> She's not married. <laughs> she wants to be, though. So she answers it with a mud pack on her face and she's like painting her toenails or whatever. And uh, Kermit's all, hey, you going to be here? And she's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle of a big, important phone call with the Disney executive. Kermit says, you realize we can see you. You're on video. And she looks up covered in mud, looking all rough, freaks out with the camera and runs off. <laughs> so then he tries to get a hold of Fozzie. Once again, has to go through the operator. Uh, gets connected with Fozzie, who shows up on the screen, and uh, Fozzie says, yo, I'm lost. And Kermit's like, just turn around. See that green door? Yeah. Walk through that door. Mm. Oh, okay. Don't do not do it. So, on the screen, you see Fozzie walk to the door. Nope. The door opens. Fozzie walks through the green door at the back of the stage and walks out live on stage, which just looks like fucking bear in the big blue house if he lived in the van down by the river. <laughs> Kids screaming. <laughs> Right. Terrified. Fozzie shows up, and this is where it jumps the fucking shark. Fozzie shows up. This is up where it jumps the fucking this shark. This is where it jumps the shark. <laughs> I think we jumped the shark. Oh, no. He shows up, and he says, uh, hey, uh, the band is on the Electric Mayhem band. They're on their way. They're traveling by monorail. Twitch okay. Kermit says, there's no monorail that comes here. And then the back of the stage blows open and the front end of a monorail busts through with a bunch of smoke <laughs> and big booms. Okay, now that I would want to see. <laughs> yeah, that and sounds like the best part. That's... He says it's jump the shot. I'm like, this kind of sounds fun. I could get behind that. It, it's, it's, it's monorail red, if you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I went back on the video and looked in. Well, at um, least it wasn't coral. Actually, if it was coral, <laughs> it would make sense because... It would, it would track, that, that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. It would so, track, really? Uh, <laughs> I didn't even notice. I walk, did. walk, 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 yeah, bitch. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> so the band uh, gets out with Animal carrying the steering wheel. Of course. <laughs> which is even funnier because monorails don't have steering wheels. <laughs> they just got to go on a woe stick. A go and a woe. <laughs> you just push it forward and you bring it back. It's going woe. That's funny. Um... So all that's left, Miss Piggy, Gonzo, Bean Bunny, they walk out on the stage from the side. Everybody's there. 
So they all start singing. Fozzie starts off with uh, Make Them Laugh from Singing in the Rain. Okay. Uh, he shares the stage with Bean Bunny, Gonzo, and Kermit. They've all got vaudeville canes. It's horrible because um, Fozzie keeps putting the cane around his neck and trying to pull himself off stage. <laughs> but it, it is what it, I watched the whole thing on YouTube, this whole thing. It's it's not great. Um, after Fozzie finishes singing and he, he tells Kermit a horrible joke, worse than what I just did, and uh, stage resets, Miss Piggy comes out dressed to the nines in a big flowing dress with lots of pink feathers, and she's up on top of a uh, stair steps, and she sings Lloyd Price's personality. And this is the most impressive part of the entire performance, of the entire show, because the actor in this costume has to walk down these stairs. Oh. With uh, the, the oversized high heels, the fucking cankle legs coming all the way down. Oh. And the, the mask on with this five-foot-wide dress. Okay, again, and, no thank you. <laughs> and, and hit all the steps coming down. And right before Piggy comes down, she does this weird flourish and looking at it, you can tell that's when the whoever the, the, the whoever's in the, in, in the costume is hitting a mark and looking down where they can see the mark so they know step, step, and they don't go go tumbling all the way down into the uh, into the oh. audience. Terrifying yeah, no th- for no all, thank you. all the reasons. Very impressive. So she finishes singing. Kermis left on stage while the curtain closes. Lloyd comes out to say, yo, Animal ate the amplifier. We need a few minutes before we can go on to the next uh, our, our part. So he sits on a stool under a spotlight and sings a solo of it's uh, a, a, a bee green. And it's not it's not good. Oh, okay. Even though it is Jim Henson doing the singing, it's just seeing that monstrosity alone on a oh. stage under a spotlight. This whole thing sounds like a shit show except the monorail crashing through in my opinion. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, that should have been where they song. ended it, right? That should have right. been where it fucking started and ended. They just should have had them crash through, play a few songs, and get the fuck out. Well, they don't play anything until until uh, Kermit finishes singing. Um, they come out, and th- this just gets weird because they come out to, to, to play The Heart of Rock and Roll by Huey Lewis. Um, oh. What what's weird no. is Janice is is the hype man for for the band, and she's jumping up and down and skipping around and clapping her hands and stuff, and that's not Janice, no, uh-uh. like that's at all. Weird. That's not the laid back hippie, Joplin. Well, oh. I think they were trying to get a little bit away from Janice being the laid back hippie because, in my opinion, Janice was a bit of a stoner. And that oh, was yeah. a no-go for Disney. So I can kind of picture why they fixed that a little bit. I don't yeah. agree it was, with it, but I, it I was, can yeah, see it, the it, it was definitely, if you know the Muppets, you're like, uh, that's weird. But th- this um, is when the Muppets weren't really that popular. This, yes, that weird in-between yeah. Yeah. So phase. I, I, I get it. Help them. Uh, highlight of this was the dude in the animal costume was actually able to twirl his drumsticks in those ridiculous furry Muppet gloves. What? While he was back there, in between his fingers, he was really twirling them. Uh, after this, they do... Uh, final song is Shout by the Isley Brothers with the whole ensemble on stage, jumping, shouting, dancing. 
Um, once again, Spotlight goes to Animal for a drum solo during a part where there were literally no drums in the song. He's just lit up, and he just, he, you know what? He he looks like see, he's in the pre-show for Flight of Passage. Yep. Say it, Adam. Don't give no fucks. Don't need to see this. He's just <laughs> waving his arms around. And you can. All he's doing. Well, fly. And uh, song winds down. Everybody lines up, and in, and Kermit introduces everybody. They all introduce Kermit. Fade to black. Exit and try not to have nightmares. Seriously. And that was here come the Muppets, and then there went the Muppets. Terrifying. This full size Kermit. Oh my god! This no full size Kermit looks like. Oh, it's 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 nope. bad. Not looking. You need to go to bed after this. Thank you now. It's bad. Oh. Well, after after that, let's let's rinse your palate, cleanse your cleanse your palate, Adam, because the stage, the the, the theater then I didn't even think I had a name for the Muppets on stage. Turned on the Muppets Theater, maybe? I don't know. But then it turned into the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay, now this show ran for a long time. Uh, too long. Yeah. <laughs> It's recently closed. It's closed down, but recently it's getting some rumors of reopening. This oh, year. please don't. There's no need for this. No, no there's going to actually be real problems with that. Why? Because of the live, oh, the live action. Oh, so, true. Yeah. That's we'll, not we'll going to make it. They won't. I don't think they'll keep it. Hmm. Well, when they changed over from. Muppets to Mermaids. It had a budget of five and a half million dollars to make the transition. Um, I'm not going to go into the entire production because we've done you're it. You're an adult. You've probably seen the movie by now, so you know what happens with the Little Mermaid. Um, this is it's a streamlined, pared down retelling of the film, the same way the Beauty and the Beast musical. At Theater of the Stars is to what the okay. Beauty and the Beast no. is. I disagree. I feel like, in, God help me, I'm going to say this out loud, but I feel like this is better than the Beauty and the Beast show. Well, I, I'm not saying that it's better. I'm saying that that it's 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 a tr- okay. truncated, it's truncated, it's yes. truncated like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, th- Adam, you know why this is better than the Beauty and the Beast. Was it the laser smells <laughs> lasers and milk. Listen, they just want you to have that immersive experience of being I in the ocean. I don't understand why it stunk of mildew. I think you mean submersive. Submersive. <laughs> experience. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why did it stink of mildew? Well, All Adam. The fucking time. The reason it stank of mildew is in addition to the lasers that were used to make it look like you were going underwater you got sprayed with water and the fabric was never cleaned. Or dried. There were mist jets. Or, it, there and were bubbles in the early dried. days. Jets and, and bubbles in other attractions that never stunk like this. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'll have my people get to work on that for you. <laughs> I, we're, I, we'll I just, get in no, there. No, no, no. We'll Your people had it. enough time. Your people are fired. <laughs> Yeah, your people are done. No, no more. No more of your people. We don't want your people. I, I even loved how even even dripped on you. 
which which is which I don't even know if it was supposed to like in other attractions that's an accident, so. but here it's a perk. Oh no! Perk of what? Trip to fan? No, no, no. That comes in. Botulism. Botulism. Call out any disease you want. It's fine. Fan is not a disease. It comes in turkeys. It's not a disease. No. It's in fucking turkey that no, makes just, you go to sleep. Out, you know what? I got that really bad amino acid in my stomach today. I don't know what's wrong with me. My stomach's she, a little upset. She was looking for trichnosis. <laughs> she came out. <laughs> okay. Right. So the show features a mix of puppetry live action performances of Ariel and Prince Eric and theatrical projections of clips from the animated film. Or at least there are clips and then there are like animated backgrounds to look like they were pulled right from the film. Um, the theater stays crazy dark and smelly. And uh, that's... Accurate. <laughs> Smells like fish. Not gonna lie. Accurate. No, it doesn't smell like fish. It smells like nasty basement. Nasty basement. It smells like carpeted wall basement. Is the best way. Are you reverting with back to college? On the wall. Are, you, are you having college uh, flashbacks? Is that? It's. It smells like wet monorail. Oh. On a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Middle of August. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, the theater stays dark because the uh, the puppets, um, since they're not at stage level like Maria's uh, Disney Playhouse Disney live, live on, on stage, stage, these puppets have to swim around and, and be all over the place. So the way they make that happen is uh, the puppets are all painted in fluorescent colors, so they stand out under UV stage lighting, and the puppeteers are all in <laughs> black unitards. That's but UV stage lighting. He can't say black light. He has UV stage lighting. It's a fucking black light. <laughs> I was trying not to use the same words over and over again because we already had some black unitards. I wasn't going to say <laughs> UV stage lighting. I went you made the effort to actually like... write it out like that. Yes. Oh, my God. Because you made it. You're still trying to sell this attraction. That's why you said UV stage lighting. Don't lie. <laughs> Speaking of puppets, Adam, there are over 100 total puppets used in the show. With Ursula being the largest at 12 feet tall and 10 feet wide. So bad. It's so and bad. It, you, she uses multiple puppeteers as well as an electronic suite for the effects of her glowing eyes. I know, Maria, I was watching, I was rewatching this and I still enjoyed it. But when Ursula was singing... Oh it's there are, horrible. One person does oh, the right God. arm, and one person does the left arm, <laughs> and they were not in sync with no. what was going on. They very rarely were. This the is right what... arm was doing small motions. The left arm looked like she was having a seizure. It was, it was fucking left shark and right shark all over again from the Super Bowl. Okay. This predates that. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, my I know. God. That's so but, fucking funny. But it was just... I was watching that video, and I was like, I had to go back. I was like, wait a second. Did Oh, God, no. She's, she's crying for help. That puppeteer's crying for help. Bitch was drowning. <laughs> In seawater. Oh. In the mildew water. Too much trips to fat. Mildew squid water. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. So specifically, the songs you would find because they just they just run with three. You've got "Under the Sea" is the opener, "Part of Your World," and like the shortest 
poor unfortunate souls rendition ever it's literally like about just if you had one arm that was like course. and one arm that was like waving <laughs> like a mad person <laughs> how long do you want those, that to go on those for those poor puppeteers <laughs> would pass the fuck out they're like please don't make us do the whole song please <laughs> that's why it was closed like, that's what? exactly why it was closed like, like, paper, rock, scissors that over there. fucking health hazard osha said you can't perform in here anymore <laughs> they, they shut the whole shit down they put those callbacks up and those puppeteers were like nope Fuck that. Fuck you. I'm staying unemployed. I am not climbing up in that hot octopus again. That is not happening. Um, now, at the end of the performance, you get more amazing lasers in the form of the fireworks. Amazing lasers. <laughs> wow. Amazing lasers. They're multicolor. It's so bad. <laughs> Amazing lasers. Amazing you lasers. Have better laser displays on your house right now. With, Thank with you. With your fucking raspberry pies. You have better. Uh, okay, Got that person who puts oh a laser, like one of those little lasers that just do the stupid snowflakes, have a better laser system than this show has. <laughs> They're just green. That's all they do. Well, some of them just, have green and red now. Green They're lasers. getting fancy, just oh, like this show like did. <laughs> um. Now there, there there has been some have been some changes and, and updates over the years. Uh, I I think they got rid of the bubbles. Oh, well, that's Not too sure bad. Why, but, but I, I think the bubbles Those are gone. Those bubbles really um, added a flare. Tryptophan. It, it shot tryptophan out into the bubbles were filled with tryptophan. The only way that people would sit through the whole they slept through it. it. Well, Adam, that's good any show. Oh, well, I'm that's not true. saying that it's not gay, but... <laughs> he wakes up, why am I all wet? <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, one of the most notable... Why can't uh, notable... I my face? Oh, botulism. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. I get Botox while we were here. I don't think botulism paralyzes your face. Sweetie, where do it's you think Botox comes oh, from? Oh yeah, no, fuck, you're right. Wow, I am. Please cut that. I already sound so fucking stupid tonight. I just sweet old dog. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna own it. I'm gonna go with it. You're right. You're right. When the when the show first opened, um. It was so popular that they had to go in and make changes to the, the, the dialogue to shorten it up and cut it down to just 17 minutes so they could fit in more shows per day. So imagine sure how it long it was, it was for. <laughs> Not because they didn't have anybody Again, showing up. There was nothing to do People couldn't in leave this because of the park. <laughs> there was nothing to do in this oh park. My God. Of course it's fucking popular. After after rewatching, uh, we're like I did today, and, and knowing that they cut uh, portions out, it's like okay, I can see where dialogue was cut because it just kind of abruptly stops and goes okay. way somewhere else. And then, how long was the? I don't even want to know how long the original show was. Seventeen minutes is way too long, in my I could, opinion. I, I I gotta figure it's probably closer to twenty two if they were able to fit in at least two more probably. showings of this in a day. No, thank you. Probably. <laughs> Um, I saw the short version, and it was a once it was, it was a once long. and done for me. <laughs> it was about sixteen minutes too long. <laughs> uh, now, because of this, I ended up going down a little bit of a click hole, and uh, 
you know, they can just give us King Triton's concert from Disney Sea in Tokyo. Just put that in there. Oh, I haven't seen that. What, was What's that, that limited, though? I, I don't know. Um, give it to me anyway. You have to be careful with the concerts because a lot of them are, oh, please, give me, if you want to give me something, give me the wine oh, no, 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 show. There, from... there, 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 there is no live music. Oh, oh no. It's just called King Triton's concert. Oh. It's like Cirque du Soleil. Oh, keep that mermaid. The Lion King show that they think they had in Paris or somewhere, which was mind blowing and live. This was one gal dressed up as uh, as Ariel with the, the <laughs> tail and everything on one of those weird drone wire rigs, like they zip a camera around on a foosball oh, yeah, that, game. It's probably not allowed here. <laughs> and <laughs> and doing somersaults and stuff because she's supposed to be swimming in like a giant animatronic Triton in the background. I mean, it was it. I, I mean. Didn't understand her, but I knew the words. I knew the so I, I was good with it. Uh, just wow, quite a production. Chris Carter, if you've seen that, why you've been holding out on us? Because <laughs> it's a show, <sighs> and not in English. Well, <laughs> but you know the words because you've heard it's songs, a, right, I Maria? Understand that you know the words, but no. Um, I mean, just, uh, if I go to. I'm not going to watch the shows. I'm going to Disneyland in a foreign country. There's no point. Yes, just because I know the words doesn't need to mean I'll understand what the hell's going on. But there's more than like, just that. You, you, but you know the stories. Can, okay, but can you imagine going to see something <laughs> like um, they have for Frozen with the live actors and the comedy spots in studios? Huh? But they speak a different language. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I mean, it, you would miss all the. Everybody be laughing around you and you're like, I don't get it. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of worth it just for the the guy doing the voice of Sebastian, Japanese, no. but with a Caribbean accent. No, thank you. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, do do I'm gonna sound super ignorant here. Do the no, yeah, no, I know, no. I know, right? <laughs> At least I'm owning up to it before I say something stupid. Um, do the foreign parks, because I know that some of their attractions have, like, English versions to them. Do their shows yes. also have English versions? This one didn't. Okay. They might have a subtitle device. Oh, okay. Like some that of the... Um, some of yeah, the shows actually... in... In the U.S. have subtitle <coughs> devices. So the, it, Little it Mermaid might has have a subtitle a, device. Yeah. You just can't see it. You got to hold well, it. Well, no, the like Little that. Mermaid didn't have... Li- the Little Mermaid device was just for hard of hearing. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. DAS thing. Yeah, that was DAS. It's a little different. Some of the actual attractions do have translation devices, I think. Okay. Look it up. It looked cool. No, thank you. I did... There's no life-size puppet. It's just a life-size mermaid. I don't mermaid. need any more Little Mermaid right now. Thank you. <laughs> Always room for Jello. Mmm, fishy Jello, mildew walls. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> They're never getting that smell. They will have to demolish that building to get all that mildew out. I feel there's probably black mold in that building. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but because of the UV lights, you can't you can't see it because it's black. And the UV lights kill the. No, herbs. no, no, sir. No. Nope. Mm-mm. That's that's what they no. tell me. Not those Who? lights. Who's telling you that? They. they oh, people. They, okay. Mm. They told them. 
The ones who deliver the tryptophan. Jesus. No, botulisms are different people. They, oh, they it's not the same together. department. Yeah, okay. Not the same All people. Right, cool. Different people. Yeah, no, no, not the same department. <laughs> you don't want you don't want to cross those. So sorry. Accidentally get the botulism when you're expecting your trip to end. <laughs> Either way, you're not moving. No. But for totally different, different reasons. reasons. All right. Well, that takes care of the. Uh, the, the gangrenous thumb of Hollywood Studios that is Animator's Courtyard. What will it be next year? We don't. Hopefully under construction. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't know. Maria just don't wants see to happening. see some scrim and them fake-ass bushes in the way so you can't get around I it. I have never wanted I, I, scrim so badly in my entire life. Well the, the other pro- well, the real problem is also it's a major walkway now. Right. Also, because it's an entryway can we, into. Can we just take down that that archway? It the Pixar archway. No, 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 not the Pixar archway. The, oh, that the one. archway going from it going you know, into Animator's like, Courtyard. I really want to say I feel like there's a reason that's there, and I don't quite know what it is, but it scares me if it goes away. Why? <laughs> Something's gonna it's fall. It's been there like something's it's there to support something that we probably never got built. <laughs> Supporting anything, but I, I it needs to I go think away. It's also, to let people know that there are stairs. Okay, you've seen Disney people I, try to sue for literally everything. Yes, yeah. but I don't think an archway is a good way of saying, "Hey, there are stairs here." <laughs> yeah, look up this archway. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Like, Tripped another yeah. one. If anything, that would be a hazard. I, I think. Don't know. I don't know. It needs to come down. It's well, it was supposed so to be separation also from from the original way it looked to. I can understand that, but especially now that's not. There's a sight line kind of thing. Yeah, well, especially, Again, but now that's not the thing. Tearing things down is just as expensive as putting things up sometimes. Give me a and fucking sledgehammer. I'll do it for free. There, there may be like. I don't know, pipes or lines or something running. Or it, it actually it might actually have something to do with the new like shows that they're doing on the. Okay, that would make more sense. That they would need oh, the something. Mapping. But, yeah. but they could also, I'm sure, Are build you? something that is not a fucking archway. We'll have to yeah. pay. We'll have to pay attention. They would to it have next to time. shut down that whole walkway to tear it down. A, it's not like a one and done overnight thing. These no, things are meant to withstand hurricanes. I understand that, but there's still another walkway down on the farther down on the right on the right hand side. The ramp. And you still put this above Animal Kingdom. It's got a shitty arch. No, fuck that. I'm changing my mind. Animal Kingdom yeah, goes to three. I lie. <laughs> yes, she is. Lies. Too much botulism right. in a tryptophan again. Mm. <laughs> That's what happens when you're doing Frangelico snooters like she yeah. was. <laughs> True story. All right, let's get out of here, people. All right. <laughs> this isn't good night. No, this is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, who'd you let in this week? This is your closing uh, remark. Nobody so. yet. I actually just looked at it the well, other day and I was like, "Oh, that line's getting long again. I need to. I need to do a welcome." So probably. I mean, by the time this is posted, you know, like maybe next month sometime is when you'll hear this. <laughs> That's about our track record lately. Um, you knocking shit over over there? No, I'm dropping things off. 
up. So the line is, the queue to get in is getting long again. I'm, I need to whittle it down with the people who did not answer the questions and get them out of the way and then let the people who did answer the questions into the group. So if you are not part of our group, why the fuck not? Come and join us. We have a good time. Because they're waiting to get in. That's why the fuck That's probably probably accurate. So uh, yeah, come come and join us. And if you had somebody join the group and they did not get in, it's probably because they did not answer the questions. So if you refer someone to the group, Please make sure that you tell them they need to answer the questions. Um, because if they, and they and if they don't do it right away, it doesn't get done, and you can't get back in to answer the questions afterwards. So when you in when you accept the invite, make sure you answer the questions. We're going with that. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically, there's a lot of She's damn thoughts on She's not sure if that's the way it really works. I don't know if that's no. what works, but that's what we're going with. We're just trying to weed out the bots, so that's why. If you don't get in, sorry, but we just... That's... It's not sorry. Thank you, Maria. Hey, appreciate you. Adam? I actually don't have much housekeeping this time around, because the only thing coming up right now is April. And that's springtime surprise races, and that's really all I have. I don't have the exact dates on hand. This show, I have like a whole page of notes. Oh yeah, I understand. Um, so, yeah, look it up. It's uh, it's really under the running event page, so you might not see this event if you're interested in joining our running groups or our video game group. It's all linked on our main page, so. Basically, just search for us. You'll find it. And while you're poking around on events, on the main page, events page, there are some stuff coming up, some things coming up being handled oh, by shit. other cheaters. I also forgot. We also have the um, <laughs> the Philadelphia Oh, in March. right. When is that? March. I, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's March is usually during the month of... I meant what date <laughs> specifically. I want to say it's the weekend of the 10th. You, so. you probably are right, yeah. I'm looking forward to that um, one. Um, That's Yeah, it be should really be really cool. cool. We're, yeah. There's a group of us who are trying to go to see the um, Philadelphia 100, Disney 100 exhibit, I yeah, think it's called. Yeah, Franklin Institute. And that's can, mm-hmm. yeah. And some of us are spending the night over in Philly, so nice. going to have some fun. There you go. There are a bunch of events going on. I do not have them all. Princesses right around the corner. That's also on the running group page, though, I want to say. So. And you got the Rubik's Cruise. Yeah, that's yes. in August. No, I, yes. is it August? It's I thought it was September. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Okay, well, well, I will well be do a better job of this next time. Promise. <laughs> just, that's why I just... A lot of stuff coming up. There's always someone doing something somewhere. And, yes. Uh, and once Maria lets you in, you'll be able to see all the events. When she gets over her modulism. Fuck. It's on my list of things to do tomorrow, along with applying for any job that I can possibly think of. So. <laughs> it's okay. You don't know how long it took me to finalize the Disney 100 event. I, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. <laughs> terrible 
All right. Well, lady and gentlemen, thank you for tonight's show. It was funny. I learned something. I mean, we thought it was funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> we had fun. Yeah. You had to be there. All right. Well, uh, we're going to shut her down. So this is not good night. Or good, this is good night. It's not goodbye. <laughs> it's, it's, it's see you real <laughs> soon. Botulism is taking effect real quick. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm going to go take my nightly dose of tryptophan to go to bed tonight. So I'll see you all tomorrow. Good night. <laughs> Good night. is everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome. And thank you.